This Saturday, March 2nd, 2024, is the Global Day of Action demanding hands off Rafah, calling for a ceasefire in Gaza. Organizing the action in Troy is Troy for Black Lives, and member Naomi Jaffe joins me now. Welcome back to Hudson Mohawk Magazine. Thank you very much. I'm glad to be here. Glad to have media on our side. So people around the world will be showing up and speaking out in support for a ceasefire in Gaza. What will be taking place in Troy? Rafa is where millions of, where over a million uh, Gazans have fled to try to survive in the face of an unprecedentedly horrific genocidal um, ongoing onslaught by Israel. So we will be gathering Saturday morning uh, at Third and Fulton, and we'll be rallying and speaking out about why and how to fight against this genocide, why and how millions of people around the world are doing the same thing at the same time. And then we'll be doing a, a, a short march around Troy and in particular, talking a bit about why Troy, why Troy, why Troy for Black Lives. Um, we know why Gaza. We know why Rafa. So why Troy for Black Lives? Why is Troy for Black Lives hosting this day of action? So let me just back up one minute and say what probably most of your listeners already know, which is just a word about the horrifying genocide that is taking place at this moment. Uh, again, people may know this, but we have to say it over and over and over again. More than 30,000 people have been, more than 30,000 Gazans have been killed by Israel's onslaught. More than 12,000 of those are children. A million people have been displaced. The entire infrastructure of Gaza has been destroyed. Homes, hospitals, schools, mosques, places of worship all agriculture and all sources of food and water. The environment has been degraded to a point where it's not clear that it can ever be restored. So a level of devastation and horror has been unleashed by Israel on Gaza since October 7th. And we, along with millions of people around the world, are outraged and trying to do everything that we can at this moment to stop it and to prevent the further onslaught, in particular on, on Rafa, where a million people have taken refuge and are crowded into a small space with thirst and starvation and failure of any medical, any ability to care for the wounded and dying as weapons of war. And so we are part of a global response to that. And why Troy for Black Lives? And that is because the saying that no one is free until everyone is free is global. The Troy for Black Lives is very committed to that and committed to an understanding that the lives and well-being of our people, particularly our Black and Brown people in Troy, are connected to the lives and the survival of people in, around the globe and in particular at this moment in particular in Palestine because there is a global system of 
racism, white supremacy, capitalism, whose headquarters are here in this country. And to us, the way that we understand those connections is very specific, not just general. The ways that our own people's lives in Troy are threatened, are under attack, are taken away. There's not exactly an equivalence. We're not in the level of state of crisis that we're talking about, but there is a connection. And one of the reasons that we're making this, that, that Troy for Black Lives has called this demonstration in Troy is to make those connections more obvious. So for example, the way that life is not valued by this system has these parallel examples in both places. So first of all, life itself is not valued. And one of the things that we are going to talk about at um, this rally is one of the most recent examples is that these, over these past weeks was the first anniversary of the killing of Sabi al-Alkawi by Troy police in a car. So that was the, one of the latest examples of the way our own city doesn't value the lives of our own people. And we're gonna talk about the ways that this city has targeted people's lives from Edson Thevenin to Sabi al-Alkawi. And the way that genocide in Palestine reflects this devaluing of people's very lives. Um, shelter, the right to shelter the way that homes are destroyed in Palestine, the way that homelessness is widespread in this country and also in Troy, again, particularly targeted at black and brown people, again, globally, particularly targeted at non-white people. So part of a system of racism, part of a system of greed and power decimating the lives of people here at home and around the world. So food, one of the things that we want to focus on in this particular rally is food, starvation as a weapon of war in Gaza and, um, and food injustice and food insecurity widespread in our own community, homelessness and food security very tied to each other in our own communities. So we want to talk about those connections, medical care. People just had a, this huge outpouring of fighting for um, a birthing center in our, in our region. We don't have by right to medical care and particularly for, for poor and marginalized and people of color in this country. And in Palestine, we have the total destruction of a system of medical care. So when I say parallel, I'm not just talking about things that look alike. I'm talking about things about people's lives that are attacked from the same place. So we are saying that the that the U.S. is not just an auxiliary to the slaughter in Palestine. The U.S. Is, has primary responsibility. That slaughter in Palestine couldn't go on for a day, not just if the U.S. didn't help Israel, but if it wasn't U.S. policy based on the perceived interests of whoever runs the U.S., so when we say, when we, when we make these parallels between these two things, we're not just saying that they look alike. We're saying that they come from the same system and that we have to fight them as the same system. And what follows from that is that the way that you fight the system is through global solidarity, that we're not the burden of having to think internationally also gives us the opportunity to be engaged in international solidarity in a way that provides 
the possibility of a path to freedom. We couldn't do it by ourselves. What is the power of local grassroots actions? Uh, the power of local grassroots actions is to show through the eyes of our own experiences, is to expose the roots of the injustice of the system through our own experiences, to understand from our own experiences what the system is and how solidarity is the way to fight it. Global so, solidarity is the way to fight it. And solidarity meaning also creating a local network. So is that what yes. you mean? Yes, building the strength of our local networks and connecting them. Um, and this fight about Palestine is as clear an example as we've had of the way that global solidarity exposes and, and helps to change the existing system of power. Naomi Jaffe, thank you so much for joining me to talk about Troy for Black Lives and this Saturday's action. Would you like to leave our listeners with anything? Just would be would love to see you on Saturday at 11 o'clock in the morning and at Fulton and Third to show our global solidarity and our solidarity with the people of our own community um, and to fight back. Thank you so much.